welcome to another episode of Entrepreneur 101. I'm here with Peter, and today we're going to talk about a few more topics. So I'm going to kick it off with the first topic today here. So I want to ask you, Peter, what's your thoughts on remote work? Do you think it's productive, and do you think it's the future of work? You have 101 seconds to answer. All right. Thanks, Alex, and thanks for having me on another episode. So my thoughts on remote work, they're they're varied. Um, I like it. I like the concept of it. Um, so when I frame it in perspective of myself, I think it, it works well. Uh, the job I do, education, I think works fairly well in an online format. Um, I've been trained uh, to teach online. I have a master's of education in instructional technology. I have equipment, I have computers, I have microphones, cameras, green screens. I've got lots of things that help me to be really, I think, effective, efficient, and comfortable working from home. And that all leads to productivity. So while I think that there's a lot of flexibility, I think there's a lot of opportunity in doing that. The one challenge I see, though, is it's, it's an area where it's really inefficiently or, or inequitable across all people and all job types. So not everyone in education has access to the equipment at home. Not everyone has access to the broadband internet that they may need to produce and, and um, contribute in online meetings. And, and that's my big challenge right now is that I think remote work is the future, but I think we need to see better, um, I guess, infrastructure in, in place. So more access to broadband, um, particularly into rural areas, so that people can not only work remotely, but they can, if they don't have to be at a specific office, they don't also have to be in a specific zip code to make that work. So I, I think we're still a long way off and I, I hope what we get there at some point because I do think it is the future. Oh. All right, so Alex, back over to you. You can, you can respond to that with, what are your thoughts on remote work? Let's hear from you. Yeah, I, I, I really think remote work can be productive in a remote environment and also just depends on the type of person if they can work remote and be productive. Um, some people need to be in the office in that environment to get work done or some people can just get the same work done in their bed. It just depends on that type of person. I'm the type of person that would rather be in the office or in a school environment, but I can also get done in my at the house or work get done in my bed. It, it doesn't really matter to me. But I, I see a lot of companies that are coming out with home offices that are oriented to Zoom, like a little cubbies that you can buy. I think that's pretty cool. So if you need that environment or that atmosphere at your house, there's like a lot of companies that are coming into that space. But I, I, I see it being a little costly right now, but as time will go on, I feel like the price will come down. I think it will be the new norm. So I think it will be the future of those cubbies in your house you'll just have your home office and you'll just have it oriented to zoom so that's why i see a lot of companies flocking into this space so i see this being the future um, maybe not fully remote i could see a hybrid like i love the hybrid method coming into school when i have to or coming into work when i have to get papers or uh, a meeting but i can see the re hybrid method being actually the future so that's what I love about remote work is that you also you can work from anywhere. Does you don't even have to be at your house. You can be on the beach or anywhere. You can you can get the same work done. So I do think you have a lot of flexibility when it comes to hybrid and hybrid or just the remote type of it work. Okay. Good. 
So if you guys like what you're hearing, also, uh, please don't forget to interact with this post. We are also looking for guests. So if you know someone that wants to be a guest or would be a good guest or you just want to be a guest, please uh, give Peter and I a shout. That would be great. Yeah, and we'll have information on where to contact us, including uh, our website is probably the best way. And you can reach us at abington.launchbox.psu.edu. And that's where you'll find our website, our events, our podcasts, our YouTube channel, as well as our contact email address that you can reach us there as well. So with that, let me jump into question number two for the day, Alex. And I'm going to pose this one to you. And I'm, I'm going to ask you about effective management. What are your thoughts? Um, what makes a, a manager effective? Uh, particularly, I want to look at some soft skills. You know, maybe it's not the outcomes, but also how they do their work as a manager. So are there soft skills that you should have if you're going to be effective? And, um, you know, how do you get people to want, uh, as you're the manager, how do you get people to want to achieve the same goals, the same objectives that you are, are looking at as that manager? So I'm going to turn it over to you for 101 seconds. What does it take to be an effective manager? So I think you definitely need soft skills, one of them being dependability. Can the person, the owner, or the boss of you being the manager can depend on you, can your peers depend on you. And with that comes accountability. If one of your peers or employees has a problem, can you take accountability for their problem or if a problem arises? Um, because this, the message of accountability and dependability will trickle down to your peers and it would just it would send a positive manage, uh, message. I think you also need to have a soft skill of the worth ethic. I feel a manager needs to have like a strong worth ethic worth ethic because it just shows an example it sets an example to peers i also feel a manager should be able to do all the tasks they give out so if a problem arises for example they know how to walk it through or can give advice on the problem so i also think for another soft skill would be goal setting um, you have to be able to set attainable goals you don't want to set the world on fire you want to you want your employees to grow but you also want you don't want them to give easy goals uh, this will help you set a desired objective and allow your peers to grow as an employee. And I feel like s some hard skills are important too, not just soft. Uh, hiring is a big one. People are the most important entity to your business. So if your manager can hire good people, you'll have a good work environment and great talent. And even some computer skills would be good, a good hard skill. I mean, we're becoming so technological over the years. So basic Excel skills, Word documents. They're a great uh, skill for managers. Yeah. There you go, right on 101. Good, uh, so let me share some of my thoughts. Uh, I, I think a, a couple of things you mentioned really stick out to me, but let me go back to, to at least the start of this question. You know, what does it take to be an effective manager? And, and I think you, you mentioned dependability. I'm gonna, I think it's a very similar word. I'm, I'm gonna use the word trust. And I, I think without trust, it's really hard to get anyone to, to um, work with you, to achieve objectives, whether that's coworkers, whether that's um, just your peers, your friend group, um, your children, even animals. Um, you know, if you've, if you've ever had to uh, take an animal to the veterinarian and, and you don't have trust with that animal, they don't want to go with you where, they don't want, where, where they're not comfortable. Trust is part of the pathway to, to make that process smoother. So I, I think trust is, is really a part of that, but there, that's a, it's a difficult word to use because how does that trust get built? And sometimes there's, uh, 
there's comfort, there's even friendliness. And, and I'm going to be very specific about enunciating that specifically. Friendly is different than being a friend. So you can be friendly to other people, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're befriending them and, and bringing them into your personal friend group. And I think that's a really important distinguish for a, distinguishment for a manager, particularly early managers, is that being friendly to people is a soft skill. Friendliness and um, showing comfort is important, but that does not automatically mean that there is a friendship that has been developed. And I, I think that's an important distinction, particularly for new effective managers. All right, that is 101 seconds. So let's, um, let's see, where are we at? Uh, Alex, I'm going to turn it over to you for some calls to action. Yeah, so like I said before, if you guys like what you're hearing, don't forget to interact from where you're hearing it. If you're hearing from Apple Podcasts, don't forget to like interact. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, like and subscribe. And finally, we're also looking for guests. So please don't forget if you know someone or you want to be a guest, give us a shout at the our website at launchbox at psu.edu. Yeah, abington.launchbox.psu.edu. That's where you'll find us. All right. This is it. Topic three. Last one of the day. So go ahead, Alex. Yeah. So, Peter, basically, I just want to ask you, because I have some trouble with this. How do you work under pressure? I feel like I have pressure just my daily life. So I was just wondering how you overcome challenges throughout the day and work through the pressure. Uh, so I, I struggle with this, too, Alex. So don't don't feel that that you're alone or that you're um, uh, something that's not normal. I think that's a, a very normal thing that pressure, that's what makes pressure um, a challenge is that it is something that needs to be done. It's very meaningful. Usually the pressure is mounting because it needs to be done in a certain amount of time at a certain quality level. And all those things sometimes are conflicting, particularly the time versus quality. So having to get something to a certain quality level is fine. But if you have time and money budgets and energy budgets and even just skill deficits, Sometimes that, that uh, becomes conflicting and that conflict causes the pressure. But um, one thing that, that I also tend to, um, I guess, deal with in my life are feelings of anxiety. And that, that does not mean that I have a medical diagnosis of having anxiety, but I get anxious feelings. And I think most of us do. But those anxious feelings are also sometimes helpful for me. And sometimes I want the pressure because the pressure then overrides some of my anxious feelings that maybe make me procrastinate or delay action. And the, the pressure sometimes becomes um, an, an overwhelming feeling that actually propels me into action and critical action. So sometimes the pressure actually, I think, can help, particularly me personally, to overcome some of the delays or, or procrastination that might be there. So I also sometimes try to find ways to to get myself to feel that pressure even earlier than than what um, uh, you know, it's a 101 than than what would happen normally. So I, I want pressure. All right. So Alex, we'll finish up with your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts about working under pressure? Yeah, I would have to totally agree with you about being pressured, being like a tailwind behind you to get you motivated to do the hard things because I personally had difficulty working through pressure and be able to overcome some challenges. So I feel like I have to look at pressure in like a positive way, I feel like, to make like as a tailwind to motivate me to do the things I don't want to do. 
like I said, like I have pressure constantly throughout the day. And for example, being on time for class like that, I feel like I have pressure to be on time class or even 15 minutes early. So like I said, pressure is like that tailwind helps me get on there at time, be on time for class, get all my assignments in. And I feel like entrepreneurs deal with the pressure every day. They, they have to deliver a good product to service to their customers. They have uh, customers complaining. They have to meet these deadlines. So entrepreneurs deal with so much pressure every day. And I feel like um, they also don't look at it as an opportunity, like I said, and I feel like they have to. And that's what I'm trying to do more. And they should just focus on the positive outcomes instead of the negative outcomes. And I struggle with that too. I feel like I look at the negative outcomes and that's what already in my head. And that's what there's a higher chance of that happening because I'm thinking a negative outcome will happen. So after a conflict occurs, I try to like reflect on my actions or that, that situation and see what I can do better. And when I feel pressure so I can like in the long run, avoid that or see what I can do differently. And I definitely think the best entrepreneurs are the ones who work the best under pressure, especially the well-known entrepreneurs who have to deal with pressure every day. They're always in the scene, everyone, Instagram with social media and everything. All right, that's it. That's 101 seconds. That's three topics, two perspectives on three different topics. That's what we do on Entrepreneurship 101. And I'm gonna turn it back over to our producer, our host, Alex Angermeyer with some final wrap ups and we'll be back again on all the social media platforms where you conveniently find your podcast content, YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts tend to be the main ones, but you can find it several different locations. But Alex, thanks again for another production. Um, I think you're doing a great job with this. Working well under pressure is something that uh, you've already proven that you can do since you did one your first one of these you did on your second day of work and now we're just continuing to, to plow forward so alex i'll turn it over to you to wrap up and and send us away yeah we're getting there but thank you peter i appreciate it and thank you guys for listening we'll be back with another episode and see you later